It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. Do you want to know what it's like to have a fourth? Just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Fourth of July weekend. Hope you're having fun with your friends and family, getting to celebrate a little bit and celebrate the responsible way, right? Social distancing, wear your masks. Uh, I'm going to share a story with you today that's probably going to convince you to take things very seriously if you're not already. Uh, because I have on the show today a a good friend of mine, a good friend of mine who has been diagnosed with COVID-19. She is a mom to one almost five-year-old boy. She is actually the mother of that five-year-old boy, along with uh, Todd Fuchs, who works here at KSL News Radio on our afternoon show. And you may have heard her this week on the news talking with Jeff Kaplan sharing her story after she wrote a pretty lengthy Facebook post talking about the quote-unquote other side of COVID, and she's going to explain what that means. But uh, Megan Lopez, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. Meg, it's it's weird to have you on the show in this capacity because you and I are friends outside of radio. I, I work with Todd, and so we know each other on several different levels, but you're coming on the show simply as my friend, as a mom who's, ex- who's experienced COVID. Uh, first and foremost, how you feeling? It, it's, it's almost surreal to say this, but I feel completely fine. I was... Um... I was one of the lucky ones. I, uh, my main symptom that I noticed far, like right away was I had no taste or smell. Um, so that started last Monday and I have my taste and smell completely back. Um, and I, I haven't had any other symptoms except a teeny tiny sore throat that left in like two days. So it's hard. I'm living the quarantine life, but I feel completely fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like, do you have to remind yourself that you have COVID? Yeah, I do. It, it's weird. It's like, I want to go out and and at least like go for a walk or enjoy what I can in this, what we're living in right now. But I have to keep reminding myself, Megan, you have COVID. Like, you need to just hunker down and stay still. But it, it's, it is, it's really kind of surreal because I'm just kind of locked up. And but I have none of the big symptoms that a lot of other people have. Yeah. And I know that so many people dealing with it have much worse symptoms, right? They're dealing some are hospitalized, right? All the way up until this this thing is killing people. Uh, And then some people are like you, very mild symptoms. And and would you dare say that the majority of people are like you? And that's what's hard about this is, you know, we hear a lot about the terrible stories and certainly they're terrible and certainly this thing has affected so many people but you're also living this reality yeah and you know after the initial shock of it I remember you and I texting back and forth and I just kept saying I I I do at some level want people to see the other side of COVID that this is what it can look like as well it doesn't make it any less impactful or um or big it's just different and i and it, it uh, it's just a completely different side of covid that i am really i do want people to see this side cuz there i think i would say yeah the majority yeah i i would agree i would say the majority 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think that's uh, that's why it's important that we share your story is because you aren't going to hear your story on the news because the, the news's job is to cover the sensational stuff, right? The stuff that makes the news. So I hope people keep that in mind when they think about, we need to hear this story more. Well, the news is doing their job because I work for the news and I can tell you for a fact, we're doing our job, you know, to try to inform people, to, to let people know what's going on while not blowing things out of proportion, right? But a lot of people are dealing with what you're dealing with, sitting there, just maybe feeling ill, maybe not feeling so ill, Uh, having to wonder, having to worry, having to think, having to ponder, right, as they're dealing with having COVID. And the reason I had you join the show today, trying to parent, right, trying to be a mom when you have this contagious disease. Yeah. And, you know, it's weird at some level when you're sitting here and you see all these, you know, these horror stories about people that are in the hospital and, and, and passing away. It's like you almost have survivor's guilt at some level sitting here. It's like, it's weird to almost say, I almost wish I was, I almost wish I was in the hospital. I almost wish. So then I didn't, I don't know. I just, there's, there's a lot of guilt associated with, with what I'm personally going through because I don't have those huge symptoms that kind of take away from the emotional part of it. So sitting here and just thinking and wondering, and like you said, parenting, like, yeah, there's so much wrapped up in that. Right. So you're just sitting there feeling bad dealing with those emotions when on the outside, people's physical symptoms might get more attention is sort of what you mean. Yeah, no, yeah. people, people's physical, but also yeah, then I'd feel like I was worthy. Uh, it's weird. You almost feel like you're worthy of the quarantine. Sure. And, and, uh, but I'm not, I'm sitting here literally with no symptoms, no, no, uh, no real Ill, illness, quote unquote illness, but I still have to be quarantined just like everybody else. I just, at some level, it's almost like I almost wish I was in the hospital. Then it would feel a little bit more validated or warranted. And I do not take that away from anyone that's in the hospital. It's just, it's personal. It's what I'm personally feeling at this moment. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, we're talking with Megan Lopez. She's a, a friend of mine. She's dealing with COVID. She is a mom to one rambunctious five-year-old. And uh, she and I have had many a conversation uh, about parenting and struggling through it. And so I wanted to get her perspective on what parenting with COVID has been like for her. And in short, it's probably been pretty distant. We're going to take a break uh, more with Megan when we come back on The Mom Show. You joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the mom show today. Thank you for joining us. I'm having a conversation today with one of my friends. Her name is Megan Lopez. Uh, She's a mom to one. And I wanted to talk to Megan today because she has been diagnosed with COVID-19. And uh, she's feeling well at this point. She says her only symptom was the loss of taste or smell. um, And that's completely come back now. So she sort of feels like she's on the mend. But yet... She's still quarantining for a while still uh, to make sure she's uber safe and uber not contagious. Uh, But while she's been doing all this, she's had to be a mom. And Meg, first of all, thank you for joining me on the mom show today. I appreciate it. 
It's awesome. Thank you for having me. It's weird to talk to you in this capacity, though, because I just want to be like, we're not on a show. This is just Meg and I chatting, <laughs> right? I know. We're, we're very good friends. So, I, yeah, I just feel like I'm talking to my good friend. Yes. Yeah, I love well, as I want it to be for all of my guests. But, okay, t- take me through those beginning days of finding out that you have COVID. How did you even first realize that you could have it? So I woke up Monday morning. This is um, not this past Monday, but the Monday before. And I was making coffee and it was the weirdest. You can always smell coffee. It's like one of the most beautiful things in the morning, smelling your coffee. So I woke up and I the coffee starts to brew and I was like, God, I can't smell it. it and I didn't, I really didn't think anything of it. I wasn't, then I tasted it, couldn't taste it. But again, I kind of just went about my day. I had to get into work by eight. I get into work and I have to immediately start to clean. So we use rejuvenol and bleach and all that stuff. And I can always smell the bleach even through my mask. And I'm like, Megan, you can't even smell the bleach. And so then the wheels all of a sudden started to turn. And then I, um, I went to have like my protein bar and I'm like, you can't taste your protein bar. So by 11 o'clock and I went to go clean again in, in, um, in my, where I work. And again, I couldn't smell the rejuvenol and I'm like, okay, something is up, but I had taken my temperature that morning. I had no temperature. So you kind of go back and forth. Are you overreacting? Are you not? So I told my boss, I said, Hey, um, I can't taste or smell anything. I think, I think there might be an issue. So I immediately called the U of U. Um, I went through the first screener and I told her my exact symptom, specifically the bleach. And she said, okay, we're going to pass you to a nurse. We need to get you a test ordered. So I talked to the nurse and she said, we need you to get down here right away and take the test. Um, I waited in line for two hours um, at the sugar house location. And it's weird. You sit there and you're kind of just like, no way. Like there's no way you, I mean, you, I was like, you're overreacting. And then you're like, why am I even in this line? And, um, I remember I did have to call Todd, uh, as I was going, as I was going down to get the test and Todd's my, you know, my husband and Avi's, Avi's, uh, daddy. So, and he's like, oh my God, here we go. Here we go. That was his, that was his main reaction. And in that moment, I remember kind of like, oh boy. Okay. So anyway, so I'm sitting in the line. They do that huge swab up your nose, which is, I, I'm sorry. It was the most horrible. Like, okay. I stand it. it was horrible. Um, and then it, it happened that quick. I waited in a two hour line. I saw all these people and then it happened that quick. And I went back to work and I finished my day. Um, and then I went home and I, I was a mom. Um, the one thing I did do on that Monday is I wore a mask around, uh, Todd and Avi. So even putting Avi down, I had a mask on making dinner. I had a mask on and this was in the house. And, um, then on Tuesday, we just made the call even before the test results, we made the call. Hey, Megan, you need to just go and quarantine somewhere else so that Todd and Avi are safe. And I completely agreed. Um, then Wednesday morning, I, I called Tuesday. I didn't get the test results. I called Wednesday morning. They wouldn't release the results to me. And then finally, I got a call um, Wednesday afternoon, and it said you're positive. And so this it's is weird. two days after you took the initial test. Yeah, 
So yes, yeah, that that lag in time, I've heard other stories of that. And that can be just so hard, right? To not know and have to take all the precautions, but not know. Yeah. So I had to immediate, I had to take off work. I, they, my, my owner immediately said, you can't come back to work until you get those test results back. You cannot step foot. And I'm just like, it, it, it's, it's weird. In an instant, your life changes. So all of a sudden I'm removed from my family, ob- completely necessary. And then I'm removed from work and I'm lit. I'm sitting there for two days a day and a half, not knowing what but you what must I, feel like a leper at this point, right? Because you've literally been cast out from your entire life. And you're right. That's, that's what I keep comparing this to is you are like a leper. No one wants to be around you understandable and you don't want to be around anybody else. And then you're just sitting there not knowing what, what to do. Like you have no idea. And you're just sitting there. I, I wasn't even working remotely at that time. I was just kind of waiting for these results. And I got it on Wednesday around three in the afternoon. And let me tell you, I kept imagining them saying negative. Like I just, it never really crossed my mind because I didn't, I didn't have all these huge symptoms and boom, she literally on the phone, you've tested positive for COVID. We're going to pass you off to a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, like an inter- like an uh, uh, virtual nurse, right. and I just I'm literally sitting there like this is not my life. I have COVID. I have COVID, and your life it's weird. Your life flashes before you. You automatically think, oh my god, my son. Oh my god, my husband. Or you just, and then you're just like, this isn't real. <laughs> this isn't real. Yeah, Um, I can only imagine the range of emotions that you go through with this. You know, personally, I have a lot of anxiety in general. So I, like, have been super psychosomatic with symptoms. (laughs) I think my brain is playing tricks on me that uh, it's happening, it's starting, right? And so I've been dealing with a lot of my own personal anxiety in that regard. But to hear your story and just hear how like that reality set in, but yet you weren't having those thoughts. Like you weren't having, you know, is that tickle in my throat COVID? Like, Oh, I kind of have a headache. Is it starting? Right. It's just, you just like, it's just like one day, like you said, your life changes. And you're right. I think I'm the one I'm, I feel like I'm kind of the one that I've, I haven't been anxious about COVID. I haven't there for, for whatever reason, I haven't felt super anxious about it. Um, and even now, I, I don't know. It's weird. I'm almost, I don't know if I'm super anxious now. It just takes a whole nother, it, it has impacted me in a completely different way emotionally. But I will tell you, once you tell people, all of a sudden they, they like, they've been responding to me throughout the week. Oh my gosh, I have tightness in my chest. Oh, like, and because they, they take on those symptoms as well because yeah. they've, you know, so there people are really anxious about it. And I do not blame them at all. Yeah, I totally get it. We're talking with Megan Lopez. She's a friend of mine. She is the mother to Avi Fuchs, who, uh, whose dad is Todd Fuchs, who works here at KSL News Radio. Megan and I know each other uh, before. 
uh, Todd and I started working together here at KSL News Radio, so we have a long history together. But Megan was so gracious to come on, and I wanted to hear her story and share her story about having COVID, especially while being a mom. Uh, you know, so many of us parent while sick, right? Because we have to. We have no other choices. But to get COVID and be a parent, I just wondered what that was like. So we're going to dive into a little bit more of that with Megan when we come back on The Mom Show. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. Do you want to know what it's like to have a fourth? Just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, so many people out there are dealing with coronavirus in different ways. Many of us are healthy at home, but having to make amendments, right? To social distancing, we're having to, you know, change our whole lives, right? And we're still all kind of getting used to this. Uh, many people are sick and really sick, and many people are dying with coronavirus. But then there's a whole subset of people who have coronavirus, it's a mild case, or they're not experiencing symptoms, but yet they still have been diagnosed positive, and they're dealing with a whole subset of issues as well. So joining me right now is my friend, Megan Lopez. She's a mom of one, and she has COVID-19 and has had it for the past, uh, what, almost two weeks now? Yeah. So, yeah. So I got it last. I tested positive on Wednesday, last Wednesday, but I, my initial symptoms started Monday. Right. Yeah. And full disclosure, Megan is uh, the mom to Avi. Avi's dad is Todd Fuchs, who works here at KSL News Radio as well. So, uh, Meg, we talked a little bit about your story, how you found out, how you got it. Do you have any idea how you got COVID? Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard. It's. Uh, this is probably one of the hard. This is the hardest thing to talk about because um, the aftermath. But um, so I, I'm in a band and I'm the lead singer in a band. And once everything started to reopen in Salt Lake, uh, our band was one of the first bands that decided to play out. Um, and it's it's uh, if I if I had to take a guess, the last place that I played at. Um, there was just not a lot of masking and not a ton of social distancing. And I, I'm going to take some blame for this. I, you know, it's just a lot of people just not really being overly concerned. And I would have to say it would fall. It was about eight days after that is when I started to get the symptoms. So I, I, I went out. Yeah. I, I played a gig. So, yeah. yeah. And it was like a large gathering where a lot of people were yeah. in the club and just not. No window. Yeah. No windows were open. Um, no social distancing. People just, you, you, you wouldn't know that any, there was a pandemic happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's an important message that you share that story. This is what our leaders have been telling us, right? Is those kind of events are some of the, the riskiest. And you've openly said that, you know, you were more cavalier than you probably should have and should have been. And so I appreciate your honesty um, in that regard, because I think it can help a lot of people to take it seriously and uh, make sure we're taking precautions to keep, keep ourselves safe. Um, now you're a mom of one Meg, as you found out that you had COVID, what, what did parenting, what did being a mom become like at that point? 
it's interesting that Tuesday when I initially had to quarantine before I found out I was positive, I, it hadn't quite set in yet, but I knew I was removed from my family. Um, and then it happened on Wednesday that I got the positive test result. And I think the overall shock didn't quite hit me. But then the following days after that, it has been, whew, it's been one of the most um, tremendous, um, hard, impactful things to go through. Because at this stage of the game, I call Avi and Todd on Zoom for breakfast and they just put the phone right there at the breakfast table and we we talk like we normally would. Um, and then most days, um, because I'm quarantined, I'll do another Zoom session with Avi and I'll have him read a book to me or I'll have him build Legos in front of me and I'll just sit there and talk with him via Zoom. And Avi's really good about being very engaging, but at a certain point he's done. Like yeah. he doesn't want to talk anymore via Zoom. And then I go over there um, and I, Todd built me my own little square in the backyard that I am allowed to sit in and I wear my mask and I have hand sanitizer right by me. And so they're not, they're probably within 15 or 20 feet of me. And we were eating dinner outside until it started to get all rainy. Um, and then we had to start doing it via Zoom. But I think... It's getting worse because Avi, I don't want to cry. It's um, okay. But every time I leave, Avi's like, he's on the he's on the back porch and he's like, just one more kiss, one more air kiss, one more air kiss. And he'll literally run in and then run right back out and be like, mommy, mommy, like, I'll, I'll, I get to see you tomorrow. I get to see you tomorrow. And Todd's been telling me, um, he wakes up in the morning and he goes, Okay, only four more days till I can hug mommy. Four more days till mommy can kiss me. Um, and it's like, you, as a mom, you always want to just step in and help. And so it's like, I see him fall on the side or I see him trip or he has a boo-boo and I can't pick him up and kiss it. Or I can't, I can't brush his hair. Um, it, it's and I it's 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 like when you sit in quarantine, you realize um, your son is growing up so fast and you're missing things. And you don't when you're with them daily, you kind of take a lot of that for granted. And then <laughs> when you're in quarantine and you have nothing to do and I, you know, Todd is so good about sending me pictures and videos. I'm just like my little boy's growing up and I'm missing it. I'm I'm literally missing it. And you can't help but feel like your relationship with your son has slightly been damaged. And I, it's, it's not, it's not something that I know I can't get back, but his sole caretaker right now is Todd. And, um, it, that's a really hard, uh, it's a really hard reality for me. Well, yeah. And not only is it hard for you to miss all that, but hard on Todd too, to like not um, have any breaks. Right. And, and you and I just knowing each other, I've had so many conversations about how hard being a mom is, right? And how desperate we are. We, we've gone out to dinner several times. Just please get yeah. us a break from these kids. But it's almost like now that you can't do those things, hug him and kiss him. Like how much do you appreciate the time that you get with him now, right? And and yep. I'm the first person, you know this about me, Meg. Yeah. I'm the first person to be like, listen, 
<laughs> you're allowed to not want to yeah. be around your kids right now. Like it's okay. But, but when you, you know, you describe just watching, leaving Avi and, and having him not really fully understand why he can't hug and kiss you. That is just gut wrenching. That's so hard. And it is gut wrenching. You bring up such a good point. Todd has helped not not even helped helped is helped is even that is an understatement todd has taken the reins and he is he's saving he's saving our family i, I he's saving our family and he um I, i'm i'm so blessed i'm so blessed in that aspect I, because i do not know if i was a single mom um I don't know what I would do. What would I, you I, do? Just, I don't even know where would Avi go. I mean, what would you do? I guess. I guess. I honestly. I guess they're just exposed to it. I guess at some level you wear that mask and you know they're going to be exposed to it. Um, but luckily, our family didn't have to go through that. Um, yeah, and Todd and Avi both are symptom free and they're okay. They yeah they're they're symptom free. They got tested today. Uh, Todd thought it was the worst thing on the planet, and Avi was like, "Eh, not that big of a deal." <laughs> leave, leave that to a five year old. But um, yeah, so so far symptom free. Yeah. Wow, that's really good news. That's really good news. We're talking with yeah. Megan Lopez. Uh, she's a friend of mine. She was diagnosed a few weeks ago with coronavirus. I wanted to talk to her today about what it's like to be a mom with coronavirus and now I want to go cry into my pillow because that story was just gut-wrenching Meg it's so hard for me to hear that um and to know that you're going through that and to just for all the people who are going through that right I'm sure there are millions of people out there with kids who have coronavirus who are dealing with it so we'll take a break one more segment with Megan when we come back on the mom show Back inside the Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Fourth of July weekend. I hope you're getting to celebrate, take some time off, uh, getting to at least have some sense of normalcy. I feel like that's what I've been craving lately is just get me some sense of like even false normalcy, right? Yesterday, I put out a shameless post on Facebook looking for a pool to go to because I was like, I don't want to go to a public pool right now. I can't handle going to a reservoir because with two kids by myself, it's just too much work. And so I just want a place where I can like not have to worry about COVID for three seconds of my life. So... Anyways, all of that just to welcome my guest in today, who her name is Megan Lopez. She's a friend of mine. She also uh, is a mom to one five-year-old named Avi, whose dad is Todd Fuchs, who works here on the Afternoon News at KSL News Radio. Meg, thanks for sharing your story with me today. I'm so happy I get to because it's it's important to me. So thank you for having me. Yeah. So Megan has coronavirus. I say present tense because you're kind of on the tail end of it. She was diagnosed a couple of weeks ago, but is being uber cautious and uber quarantining until uh, she knows that she's out of the woods. Uh, but uh, I'd invite you to go podcast this episode and hear Megan's story about how she's parented through having coronavirus how she um, figured out she had it and just admitting that she may have been cavalier and finding out where she got it. And, and all of those things I think has important lessons embedded throughout all of your story, Meg. So uh, Meg, as we wrap up here with one more segment with you, how has your 
perspective shifted just maybe in life in general since you got diagnosed? Well, like I said, I, I don't I was never super anxious about coronavirus, despite every of like the media and everything that has been happening. And when this all started, I've, I've known it was there and I've taken precautions, but I haven't been incredibly anxious or overly cautious. Um, and I think that has been a detriment. Um, at some level, I think I've be, I think at some level I became kind of immune to it. I believe um, you were I was hearing so much about it. I, you just you kind of you it, you become numb to it. And I think the message I want to send is even though things are opening up or not opening up or that one time you decide to go in the grocery store without a mask because it's just like, ah, I forgot it at home or, or it, it, I'm just going to run in and get this one thing that could have, that could have been it for me. I, I don't, I, I can guess where I got it from, but I don't know. And I think I, I was at a backyard party the Saturday before I, um, I got, I had the symptoms on Monday and it was a very small backyard party. It was maybe five people, but I should have worn a mask. There was no reason for me not to be wearing a mask. Two other people were wearing masks, but I just chose, it was a choice. I made a choice not to wear that mask. And Wednesday when I tested positive, I had to call those people and I had to say, I've tested positive for the coronavirus. You are possibly infected. And I keep sharing the story because it's so important because the people on the phone, it is the most raw emotion you will ever hear in your life. I feel like I gave a death sentence to their family at some level and I could hear their shock and their fear and what this, how this could impact their family. And I thank goodness they are all symptom free, but the, the days after I just, there were many times I sat here and I just cried and cried and cried and said, Megan, why did you not just wear the mask? Or why didn't you use the hand sanitizer after the gas pump? Or just these little things that I think people just become numb and immune to. And it, you don't want to make that call and you don't want to be quarantined from your family for 14 days. My son, like, you don't, it, it, it impacts so many other people and things in your life that you can't even imagine. Um, it's just not worth it. And I've now quit. Um, I've temporarily quit the band I'm in because I won't go in a bar and play anymore. I won't do it. it I won't, I can't promote mass gatherings and I can't put myself at risk and anybody else at risk anymore. So I, I, temporarily i'm not in, i'm not going to be doing a band anymore and that's my passion yeah that is a big shift for you because knowing you and knowing how much that you need that outlet too that's kind of your like release from being a mom just from everyday life right you get to sing in a band and it's awesome and she's phenomenal and i've seen her play and sing and she's phenomenal and so yeah for you to give that up is a big big shift for you um but i think you know your story is is it's it's very important because you're now taking it so seriously and um you know even though you're one person and people can take what they will from one anecdotal story right it it still uh has a lot of of lessons in it 
It does. And you like the post that I made on Facebook, uh, my friends from Tucson, Arizona, just encouraged me to write it because they're trying to get a me- I, We're all trying to get a message across. But the how many times it's been shared and to see these comments of people like, oh, my goodness, thank you for sharing this. Thank you for sharing the emotional impact. And just if, if it changes one person, if it changes, if it changes what they do on a daily basis. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. You know? Yeah. And I don't want you to, I I know you and I know, I don't want you to blame yourself (laughs) because I know you're a tenderhearted person, right? So for you to um, have affected a a bunch of different people, not infected, but affected, right? Just, just affected their livelihood and their, and their life. Um, I know how much weight that carries for you. So adding though that just kind of emotional side to this for you has just got to be really hard. It's, it's been, it's easily, like I said, it's, it's far worse than any, um, physical symptoms that I have occurred, uh, you know, that I think obviously I have very few, but the emotional impact has been, um, honestly, probably life-changing at some in some degree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for sharing your story with us. Megan Lopez uh, is a mom of one. She has coronavirus. I wanted to share her story today about what it's been like to be a mom while being uh, sick with this. Luckily, Megan's case has been pretty mild. Um, and our hearts certainly go out to all those people who have uh, much worse symptoms who are hospitalized or who have loved ones who are dying because certainly uh, we know that's happening too. Meg, stay safe, stay healthy. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> okay, we'll be back next week on The Mom Show. <laughs> 